Hi, everybody. Thank you for downloading the podcast and for supporting the show. You are listening to Extreme Restraints University. Are you sure? <laughs> hey, welcome to Extreme Restraint University. Thanks for joining us this month. Kira Noir, Aiden Starr, Ian Rath. And uh, as I say every month, what are we talking about uh what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to talk about um, dungeon protocol. So if you're in uh, a dungeon at a play party, how to act, what to do, what to expect. And we're also going to answer some BDSM 101 top most frequently asked questions for you. Yeah, that's fabulous. It is. We will be right back. Okay. This is Ian Rath. Thank you for downloading and enjoying the podcast. XRU is brought to you by ExtremeRestraints.com. ExtremeRestraints.com and XRU believe that adults of all genders, orientations, cultures, identities, and abilities have the right to choose their sexual identity and express without fear of judgment or persecution. We support the right to intimacy and passion in sexual relationships, the pursuit of sex-positive education and sexual desires, to help educate people to have healthy and fulfilling sex lives, and to encourage sexual exploration and enhance sexual wellness. Everybody's looking at camera? Huh? Big smiles? Yeah! Yeah! Hi, and welcome to Extreme Restraint University. We are all so glad you could join us. Today, we have Kira Noir, Aiden Starr, myself, Ian Rath, and uh, what are we talking about today, Aiden? Um, today, we're going to talk about some BDSM protocol. So we're going to talk about some dungeon protocol, and uh, we're going to answer some questions. BDSM 101, the most frequently asked questions. I have combed the internet, literally. And uh, these are the top <clears throat> BDSM questions that everybody asks. We've got about 25 of them. Let's see if we get to them all, because we could, we, we're short attention span theater. Yeah. And we could just like vanish off yes. into the ether. Something shiny could happen. Something shiny, yeah. Some, oh. So, um, so shall, we, shall we get started on yes. this heavy topic? What's the first question? The first question is, first things first, funny, funny how that works that way. First things first, what's BDS, what does BDSM stand for? Do you, do you in the listening audience know this? Kira Kira? It, it, it can stand for two different things. Oh. Um, it can be bondage, discipline, sadomasochism, or, uh, Oh, no, don't tell me. Uh, I won't. Don't tell me, don't tell me. I uh, won't. Shoot, I just had this. I got this. Ah. I'm good. I got this. No. Okay, so it's, it's always... still bondage. Yeah, it's still bondage. Dominance and submission. And masochism. <laughs> so and BDSM that's... is uh, bondage, uh, discipline, uh, sadomasochism, or bondage, dominance, submission, and masochism. Same mm-hmm. thing. So it's all close enough. It's all related. It's all related. It's all right in there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's what that stands for if somebody asks you. Plus, we've all got these little magic boxes that you can look anything up at any time. In your pocket? In your, po- in your pocket. We are, living, we are living in the future. Sounds fake, but okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll kind of go. You know, if you, if you went back like 30, 40 years and you had your iPhone, people would freak the fuck out. People they would might go think insane. that it's not really like anything that's happening. They might just think that you're like a Star Trek nerd and you're, you're just pretending that you're in this Or they would think you were a witch and burn you with <laughs> One, one of the three things would happen. One of those things. One of those things, okay. Does it, I'm just curious, because I don't know, does it always Does it always have to involve sex when you do BDSM? Absolutely not. Uh, in fact, my favorite BDSM kinky kind of scenes are when people aren't fucking, because you can do orgasm denial, you can do just more about uh, control and giving orders and following those orders, and it doesn't always have to involve penis and vagina, nope. or penis and anything, or genitals at all. Genitals, <laughs> see, but it can't. 
You can do it any way you want to do it. Mm -hmm. You can have sex, you can not have sex. Do it, do it your way. It also depends on what your definition of sex is. Yeah. Everybody has their own idea. And that is way varied, and we are not going to get into that spectrum. today. Spectrum. That is Big spectrum. That is a huge topic. Mm -hmm. uh, is there is there anything inherently I'm asking the three of us, that's ridiculous. This is a ridiculous question to uh -oh. ask us. Is there anything inherently wrong or damaged with the people who are into BDSM? No. In fact, it can be therapeutic, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's very therapeutic. <laughs> I, I think it instills on it. You have to have a really honest relationship to do it, don't you think? Um, so last time uh, we, or earlier when we were talking about this, we talked about how uh, it used to be in the DSM mm, yeah. uh, as a disorder. So it used to be, but it is not, and it has since been thrown out. So it is not in the new uh, DSM as a disorder, but gay used to be in there too, and thank God we don't think that's a disorder. Well, anymore. lots of stuff used to be in the DSM that's been taken out recently. I'm big on BDSM and gay, so that's my wheelhouse that I know how to talk about. <clears throat> I'm just saying. I mean, everybody knows that. You guys have the internet at your house in your pocket, <laughs> so you've yeah. seen what I do. Now, question four yes. is more of a statement, okay. but we're going to make it anyway. And, okay. um, I'm gonna let Kira say this. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's number four. Mm -hmm. Know that you can always say no. Yes, always. To anything, well really to anything in life. You can always say no, stand up for yourself, and you can, no, that's not right. I'm not doing it, we're not participating in this, but thank you for mm -hmm. the, thank you very much for asking. Mm -hmm. So earlier we were having a conversation about this and we were talking about how um, some forms of BDSM, uh, while they might not be like, technically a signal that you have a personality disorder, you're expressing yourself that way nonetheless. So for instance, uh, dominants who own submissives or who play with submissives who tell the submissive they're not allowed to have any limits and that they're not allowed to express themselves once play has started or that they're not allowed to use their safe word at all are actually being abusive. Yeah. We taught a class at FetishCon years ago and there was a dungeon troll who came and sat in our class. And we, he said we talked about, then he taught his own weird dungeon dungeon troll class called Dungeon Troll 101, I think. Um, <clears throat> and he told the people listening that we said the wrong thing, that we were talking too much about consent. That when uh, he had a woman under his control, she was his slave and had to do everything that he said without question and she wasn't real submissive unless she acted that way. And I yeah. would like to dispel that rumor or dispel that like negative abusive behavior for everybody listening. You can be submissive and have a really strong opinion. In fact, it's more fun if your submissives have yeah. really strong opinions because it means they're real people yeah. and BDSM is supposed to be connective and how can you connect with someone who's not a real person? And I feel like part of the reason why we call it scenes, like playing out a scenes, because it's all supposed to be fantasy. And if people are talking about not having safe words, then they at the very least should be talking about what they will expect, like what things are okay yeah. with, what things they like. And even if they're doing, they're like, oh, I'm completely under control, they should still be able to feel like if they need to say no at any time, they can. If you try doing the, oh, we're not having safe words, it's a fantasy that you're playing out. It's, you still have safe words, even if your safe word is just no. You, can, you should still be able to stop at any point. The whole notion of never using safe words of being completely under somebody's control Always a fantasy. They it's have ridiculous. to stop at some point. Look, we are we are all in the consent in the uh, consent camp. Mm -hmm. That you're a real person, you can say no at any time, and consent can be given or taken away at any any moment. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a high consent on. person, which yeah. includes check-ins, and I choose not to play with submissives who think that they don't want to be checked in with. If someone's like, "Oh, I just want you to do it to me." Um, it's my fantasy that I don't want to be checked in with. I am uncomfortable in that environment yeah. because it signals to me that maybe they shouldn't be playing in this way because they need to accept <clears throat> their own personal agency. So as, as a submissive, it's important for you to get into the mindset of accepting your own personal agency and only play with tops that respect that about you. And as a top, same 
vice versa, beehive consent all the time and check in. Um, doing anything else is not only abusive, it's very dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. Okay, number six. <clears throat> this is a fun one. Let's let's go here. More I, fun? I kind of I kind of I kind of feel like going more down fun this than path. consent. Come more on. fun than consent. <laughs> Bring it. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> right, which I've already told you, I'm not. I don't really know anything is about it that shit. Is it as cringeworthy in the BDSM community as they talk about? I mean, because it's got cisgendered straight people fucking each other, I think it's cringeworthy. Because who the fuck watches men top women and watches that straight? Well, this, this is what I think about. 50 I mean, Shades. really though. This is what I think about Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm. Uber good-looking rich guy <laughs> can't get a girlfriend. What it's not fuck? very realistic. That's that's ridiculous. I mean. Oh, let's see. Um, I'm really handsome. I'm uh, owner of a Fortune 500 company. I'm a helicopter pilot. I'm a concert pianist. I can't get a girlfriend. Well, the, the whole thing with Christian Grey was supposed to be that he was so broken as a child that that's why he became really into BD. Like, that's why he got really into BDSM, right. which isn't is already a fucked up notion. Isn't everybody broken as a child? Don't most people spend their <laughs> entire adulthoods trying to undo the damage that their parents did to them at some I point? I really resent that there's a stereotype that BDSM people, and also sex workers in general, because I identify as both of those things, um, are broken in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. We're people, and we're fine. Yeah. Pretty much. Actually, I think, just wanted to let you know. I think, I think we're all a little more centered with ourselves. Yes. Than a, than a lot of vanilla people are. We're also elitists, specifically he and I. <laughs> just specifically. Just specifically us. us. Nobody but else. All BDSM here people and sex workers are people, and they're okay. We are just elitists yeah, about this. Yeah, that shit. would be us. Well, well most things really. There are so many things about Fifty Shades of Grey that were just cringy because the girl was really bad at sticking up for herself, and that was considered romantic. The guy was just over controlling and Ugh. didn't respect her boundaries mm. and had to have a, like a, all this fucked up backstory stuff for it to make sense in that universe. And, and he couldn't flog worth the shit. Yeah, no, no. Ooh, <laughs> burn. Burn. Okay, so we're on to question seven. I think we've uh, slammed, and it was written on what, like a third grade level? The books, fourth grade level, it was horrible. Um, Elitist. Yeah, I that love would, it. That would be us. It's not all whips and chains all the time, is it? No, there doesn't no. have to be any pain involved. You can just do DS, you can just do orgasm denial, you can just do fetish play. If feet is your thing, just do that. You don't need to slap each other, beat each other. No one needs to be in charge. It can be um, a peer-to-peer -peer or open or verse environment. It's whatever you want to make it. There you have it. Well said. Thanks. Hey, why are BDSM encounters, or no, BDSM, BDSM encounters are called scenes. I think that's just a statement. I don't know. BDSM encounters are called scenes, but I, like, Kind of most of the time that I have an encounter with people, that's like a play encounter. Yeah, I call even it play. If there's just fucking, Do you want to play? I call it play or I call it a scene, even if I'm just like kind of handballing some, although I don't really have very much vanilla sex. I'm going to shut up. I don't know that much about regular sex at all, really. Okay. Not even a little. But I feel like if I had regular sex, you could still call it a scene. You're just like hanging out and playing with someone. Mm -hmm. Or like a session. Yeah. Play session. So that's a thing in poly. I know about poly. So if you're poly and you're gonna like go and just fuck someone, <laughs> you can call it a session, or we're gonna go play, uh, or, or a, scene. a scene, whatever you want to call it. If you want to call it Bob, for God's sakes, call it Bob. Would you but like to go? Would you like to go? Any kind of uh, play between you and another consenting adult. You can call it whatever the hell you want. Um, so, okay, we can talk about this, I suppose. Oh boy. Dominance, tops, submissives, and bottoms. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? Um, a submissive isn't always necessarily a bottom, and a dominant is not always, well, I guess the dominant wouldn't always necessarily be the top, but I feel like submissive is more about, like, the role that you take, and bottom is more about the penetration you're taking. I <laughs> have one word pattern. for you that's going to answer this question. Okay. Are you ready? Protocol. Mm -hmm. 
And yes, there's protocol. Yeah. So if you're a dominant and a submissive, there's protocol. And if you're a top and a bottom, there's no protocol. That's it. Okay, I'll go with that. I think that's a really clean, simple, simple, Thank you. Easy I've way answered this it. question before on this show at some point. Well, but yeah. yes, what you this, just said. This was a lot of hard work. I spent moments that's what she said. doing this, yeah. Um, uh, BDSM can be as simple or as technical as you want. Mm -hmm. True. You can do really over the top technical stuff, or you can just make it really simple. Like, Kira, I would like you to crawl on the floor, and when you crawl back, I'm going to spank your little butt. Mm -hmm. Or we can hang her from the ceiling and do zippers on her, and you can be simple or very technical. Yeah, it can be intimidating sometimes to see people do really intricate stuff, um, and you don't know if you want to go that far. You can start mm. slow and build your way up. That's how you should do that's, it. That's mm -hmm. the next question. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Is that the next, next thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Start slow. Mm -hmm. Well, before you go, before you go past the very basic, do your research. Mm -hmm. And I think what that means is exactly what you just said. Don't start doing all the weird ass scenes you've seen Aiden do because that involves... Yeah, who wants to guess uh, how many years of experience I have this year? A couple of months? Who wants to guess? I'm not, guess no, I would never say it? that. I would never ask. Yeah, I know. 15? Mm -mm. No? More or less? More? 20? More. 20. This year it will be 20 years. So we probably shouldn't do what I do unless you have 20 years of experience. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh my God, I'm stepping on you. I'm so sorry. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like Plus, if you, if, you don't, if you don't have a skill set to do rope bondage, if, if you don't know how nipple clamps work, if you don't have the skill set to hang somebody and do a suspension, just for God's sake, don't do it. Yeah, those things are actually really hard to learn how to do. Um, also, you can fall out of practice. Like, I know how to do suspensions, but there are other rope riggers who are better at it than me, so I usually just play with them. What I like to do is I group play, obviously. Mm. Um, I like to group play with people who have a higher skill set than me in one way, shape, or another, or whose energy I enjoy. So I happen to personally group play with a lot of men because, you know, hey. Um, and then also with uh, really uh, skilled riggers, because getting someone to tie someone up for you is kind of the bomb. It's also the hardest part of the job. Well, it's something you have to learn to do. Mm -hmm. it, and Aiden and I got very lucky in our careers because we, when we started down the professional path, we <clears> got <throat> to work with a lot of really amazing people. Yeah. And then you learn from them and you watch and then you do it on the side and it takes a long time before you actually start doing it on set. So you've done it in your private life a bunch. And then when you feel good enough to do it in front of other people, then you step out and you It's really it fucking hard. It's mm -hmm. really hard. Like I do tie suspensions, uh, but there are a lot of other people that just hold a higher level in that skill set than me and I have a higher level of skill set in other stuff. In other stuff. Yeah. So, so kind of, yeah, just like be able to admit what you're good at and what you're not good at. It's very important. And look into learning hands-on from a professional yes. instead of just watching YouTube tutorials. Because some, for some very right. easy like harness kind of tie stuff, that can be fun. But for anything where you might actually hurt somebody, hurt somebody? you need a one-on-one. -on -one yeah. Well, so, and we're going to talk about going to dungeon parties and stuff in a bit. We're going we're gonna to do that over here. Uh, but go to your local dungeon. It's really not that intimidating. People are generally really nice. Uh, you can always leave. Um, but just be cool when you go there. And most places in the country have at least one or two or three uh, dungeon-type spaces that you can go to that have monthly or bi-weekly parties at them, right? Yeah. Major metropolitan areas have them, yes. Yeah. I have no idea what you people in the hinterlands do, so you're just going to have to deal with that. Maybe you should start one. I don't know. Hinterlands. Hinterlands, yeah. Um, 
It's important to get your information from a variety of sources. Mm -hmm. Damn straight. When I first started, I got a lot of information from a very few people, and a lot of it was wrong. Same. I didn't think it was true at the time, just because of how I am. I kind of went along with it because you're intimidated a little bit. Also, when somebody is an expert and tells you they're an expert and tells you something, um, you listen to them, and then you can kind of... People like that very quickly um, show their colors, and other people distrusting a top or someone teaching you, um, you'll notice that somebody will have a bad reputation, but it takes a long time to figure that stuff out. Mm -hmm. So take everything with a grain of salt, listen to a bunch of people, and corroborate information. Like if it says, uh, if a piece of fact is in a lot of places, it's more valuable to you than if you just see something in one place. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, if, and if it feels wrong, it probably is wrong. Yeah. Now, I was told when I first started that there were two two positions, and that was it. There were dominance, you okay? Oh, Moving yeah. on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were dominants and there were submissives, and that was it. Period. You're either Sometimes dominant. Sometimes when I'm bored, I lean like this. Yeah, would you quit? <laughs> that? You're either dominant or you're, uh. you're you're either dominant or you're submissive, and that's just wrong. There's switches. There's tops. It's a there's spectrum. bottoms. It's it's a spectrum. Like everything yeah, ever but... in all of anything is a spectrum. So this is too. What are you looking at, Mr. Ian Rapp? Well, I'm trying to. I'm just. I'm cherry picking here. Mm -hmm. Hey, are safe words definitely a thing? Definitely. Always. Even if people, you hear people talking about, like, oh, we don't use safe words, they still technically use safe words. It was what we were just talking about earlier. Like, that you should always be able to say no, even if your safe word is actually no. Just, like, you should never be in any sort of situation Well, where... red, green, yellow are, yeah. are real common, and they're real easy to remember. Mm -hmm. I, I love people who use, uh, like, safe words like alligator, banana or something, mm -hmm. and... Sea cucumber. Sea cucumber. <laughs> and then, okay, so this is agreed upon before we start well, then seeing, you forget what it is. And then you forget what it is, and then whoever it is Yeah, is I don't think that's a good you, idea. How about just, unless you like to say no a lot, because I had a partner yeah. once, I had a partner oh, once do, who liked yeah. to say no. So yes, And it freaked me out the first, it freaked me the hell out the first time I played with her, because she's like, no, 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 no. And I stop, and she's like, why did, why did you stop? And I'm like, said you no. said no, so everything stops and then she had to explain no I like to say no I'm like okay we need to we need to figure out a way of communication here mm -hmm. so she needed a safe word mm -hmm. but otherwise just use plain speak plain just speak no. is the best stop if you want move to do it up move it down thank you so much yeah if you want to do higher protocol green yellow red works mm -hmm. real good or mercy mm -hmm. works real good but sea cucumber yeah and when you forget what sea cu what yeah, your safe word that. is it, it gets don't use slightly sea cucumber, um, and use just use easy. plain speak uh, yeah. until you are at the level where you trust the other person enough for heavier play that involves the protocol to need a safe word. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, DMs. Dungeon monitors. Dungeon monitors. So you go to play parties, you, there's going to be, a, generally there's going to be a DM, a dungeon monitor. Listen to them. And all, all, all dungeon play spaces have different rules. Some you can have sex at, some you can't have sex at, some you can do insertions, some you can't. Go talk to your DM if you're unfamiliar with the, the, what the local, what would it be, not a law, but protocol. what the local protocol is. And just they're generally very nice people. Go, hi, I'm new to this area, I'm new to this club, or what are your, what are your, specific, what are your specific rules? This, sometimes they're written down. Generally when you go in, you have to sign a sheet and it has, maybe it has a lot of the club rules on it, don't just sign and walk in, actually read it. It will help you. And if one comes up and says, uh, you're not allowed to do this at this club, just stop. Just stop. Yeah, don't just, argue with them. Just yes. be a real, well, you know, I've done this in, at, other, at other BDSM facilities. Well, you're not there, are you, buddy? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. What's next? Oh what do you got God. there? I don't Picture know. I we're going to flip. We're going to flip the page. Um, how about, uh, let's talk about pre-negotiation. Uh, there's actually a pre-negotiation period where the partners discuss what they like and what they don't like and what, they're absolutely, what they absolutely will not tolerate. Yeah, it's called negotiation. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to have that because what I want to do, let's say Kieran and I want to play. Well, I need to find out what she likes. I need to find out what her hard no's are. Mm -hmm. And generally, I start with what are your hard no's, not what do you like. I want to know what you absolutely, what you don't want to do first. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, those are off the table, totally cool. Now, if enough things don't match up, we're obviously not going to do a scene together. It's just that simple. <clears throat> if, we, if we can't find common ground. And some people, like, I do this thing a lot where you do a lot of pre-negotiations and stuff for most porn scenes. Like, even mm -hmm. if it's vanilla, like, hey, what do you like to eat? What do you not like? Um, and I usually will say it as, what are you into and what are you not into? Because there are so many new girls who are like, oh, you can do whatever to me. It's like, okay, so I can fist your pussy then? Like, you're cool yeah. with that? Like, you know, like, a lot of people don't think about what their hard nose narrow until you're like, well, I like this. And this is the kind of stuff that I want to do in this. So what are your thoughts on that? That way you can have an, an easier time getting to what you should and shouldn't do with each other. Well, it always cracks me up when people you're going to play with say, oh, I have no limits. You can do whatever. It's like, excellent. Paint my house. <laughs> Let's just do something completely out of the sexual realm and, and paint my house. Well, that's no, I don't want to paint your house. Well, you said I do, I, you do anything. My kink it's... is having your credit card information. So. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I want access to all your banking accounts. Yeah, that's my kink. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Excellent. I like that. <laughs> I may have to steal that. Um, so, you know, we're not going to do the 25. I'm going to cut a few off the list. Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to go over that real quick yep. and see if there's anything that I missed that we should have hit? So I think I uh, we talked about this before. Um, aftercare. Oh yeah. Sorry. See. <laughs> didn't do the aftercare question. Okay, aftercare, very, very important. Mm -hmm. Very important. Show somebody you care about them, be with them, make sure they're okay, get them water, get them a little bit of food, mm -hmm. sit with them for a while. Don't just like, hey, good scene, high five, walk off. Right. Yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> Have you ever had anybody just leave you in the lurch? Whenever I first started playing around with this kind of stuff, I did not have a safe dom. Mm -hmm. um, so I was put in situations like that where it was like a, I would be tied up and he'd be beating me. And it's like, okay, we're done. Like the last part of the scene is going to be, I'm going to walk away. Any ghost? Yeah. Oh, um, that's horrible. Yeah, that was, that was really dangerous. Uh, if my hands weren't tied right and I had started losing blood circulation, I could have like seriously harmed my limbs. Um, there's just a lot of things that can go wrong with that. That, and sometimes it can be a really emotional experience to come yeah. down from subspace. And it's nice to have somebody there to make sure you don't fall over because you were, it was really good whenever you were having to sit in that squatting position. It was really fun for a while. And then whenever you come out of it, like you realize that you're all wobbly um, and you need somebody to help you sit down and yeah. get water and all that kind of stuff. It fosters um, connectivity also between mm -hmm. you and the other person, yeah, which and, is really important. And you'd actually mentioned something really important. And I've seen this happen in, in a number of, of, of play parties. Um, where people put their submissives up wrong, uh, either hands over their head or just in front of them, and they, they don't... Use a compression knot and not a tie-on. Yeah, and they don't do it right. Or even if they're using leather cuffs and they're, they're pulling down on them and they put too much pressure on and they're cutting off circulation, a real easy way to tell 
is if, can I touch you? Mm -hmm. Can I touch your hand? So if your fingers change color, mm, that's kind of a giveaway. The other simple way is to ask them to flex their hand. Can mm -hmm. you flex your hand? And the other way is to put your finger and say squeeze. Mm -hmm. And if you're having problems, you won't be able to feel, they won't be able to get a good grip. And it's like, no, you gotta come out now. Mm -hmm. And then Kira might go, no, but I'm really enjoying myself and I'd like to stay in and, and finish the scene. It's like, nope. we will finish the scene, but you're coming out. Mm -hmm because you, blood flow is kind yeah. of important. Yeah, Health yeah. and safety is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Kira might want to stay in, and I've had this happen. It's like, no, I'm fine. No, you're not fine. You don't know how not fine you, you aren't, mm -hmm. and you need to come out. Just slam that down. Yeah, you're good. Bash. Bash. Flip this whole table over. <laughs> did that happen? Were we somewhere that you did that? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. That sounds like you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> they call me Aiden Table Flipper Star, actually. I, I do sometimes, but not glass tables, but I like to flip tables when I get frustrated. It feels good. We're, I, I have some memory. I may have blocked it out. I might have flipped a table in front of you. Yeah. We've hung out a lot. <laughs> so, so on that I note, how'd you... How'd you like to get naked for us? Absolutely, I would like cool. to get naked for you. See, we, you asked, she responded. Now, now let's do the opposite. Mm -hmm. Let's just do the opposite. Would you like to get naked for us? Absolutely. No, yeah. you're supposed she to say no. Crap. Sorry, crap. We're doing role She's play. She's very enthusiastic. Very enthusiastic. We're just going to do the opposite. Like, you, yeah, okay. Sorry. We're going to do the, hey, would you like to get naked for us? No, I don't think I'm into that right now. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. well, it's, it's, that's, okay. Lovely. No problem. So, blah, blah, blah. And then you just move on. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's really not hard. Don't freak out. Don't And get don't upset. try to, well, maybe, do you feel like you want to get naked later? Mm -hmm. Like, no means no. No doesn't mean maybe. A no is always enough. Yeah, coercion in the scene sucks. Don't do it. Yeah, it's abusive. Don't do it. Coercion that. is abusive. And, duh. So, we're back to real life. Mm -hmm. Would you like to get naked for us? Real life? Real life. Yes. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I yes. like that answer. So um, we are going to take a quick minute. We're going to reset and we're going to go through some, oh, what we've seen people do in dungeon situations that don't be that person. We're going to go through uh, specific, specific examples of dungeon, uh, dungeon protocol play. So uh, we are going to be in a dungeon, we are going to be topping Kira, or one of us will be topping Kira, and the other one will make a faux, social faux pas, and we'll show you like how to navigate those things, what to do and what not to do. Yeah, because- If you're gonna play in a dungeon. Yeah, both of us have talked to a lot of people at, at either events, at events, or in our personal lives. They're like, I would love to go to the local dungeon, but it kind of scares me. I yeah. don't know what to do. How do you know what to do? Let us help you with that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Kira Noir. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. As a special treat to our listeners, we'd like to offer you a 20% off at checkout coupon code. Good for the month of September. Just use Kira XRU. That's Kira XRU. Thanks for listening. So, we are back, and Kira has uh, graciously disrobed, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, we gave her this little, beautiful, adorable, sexy harness to wear, which is really fetching on you. Thank you very much. That looks really good. That is no, really... I really like it. I'm going to take this home with me. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are going to take that home with you. So, what do you want to know about going to a dungeon party? What do you, what do you think they want to know about going to a dungeon party? Um... No always means no. Yes. Mm -hmm. Being friendly is just universal. Mm -hmm. Personal space still applies. Personal space even applies more, I think. That's a good point party. because sometimes people um, feel like they want to get into your personal space because they're excited looking at you, but you can't do that. You have to mind your mind your manners. No, no looming. No, no getting. Looming. No getting too or close. No lurking. No like. Mm -hmm. 
I'm sneaking, I'm sneaking up on you because you don't notice. This is this is not this is not high school or, or middle school, right? Mm -hmm. This is also being don't adult. touch yeah. without uh, talking to someone first. Don't touch and don't objectify someone. Don't act like they are there to fulfill your fantasy. They are a person. They are enjoying themselves. They no. are not there for you. Mm -hmm. Now a lot of there's a couple of parties. One in particular that Aiden and I have attended, and we've actually been DMs out, which is adorable all at the same time that we're DMs. It's just yeah. kind of cute. And Sometimes we're consent checkers. Yeah. And what they do at the beginning of an evening is get everybody together and go over all the rules of conduct, which I like. I like that too. And they make people repeat it back. Which, so it's like you understand that no means no. There is no touching. You have to ask. Which is, which is really nice, so everybody's on the same page. I kind of wish more parties and events did. Yeah, like having it be structured like that is, mm -hmm. works really well, I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. you always, always ask. It's just polite. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you guys, what were you gonna do? You were um, gonna we do... were gonna do a peer-to-peer -peer scene, or start a peer-to-peer -peer scene, mm -hmm. and you were gonna come over and interrupt at some point, and then we were gonna show how you handle someone interrupting your scene. So look, I've, I've known Aiden forever, mm. and we rode our dinosaurs to the spot that we met at first. So even if I show up at some party or some club or some event and she's doing a scene with somebody, I'm not going to walk in and bust in on it. I'm, I'm going to stand maybe eight plus feet away, which is a good, a good spatial amount, mm -hmm. and stand there politely. And if we catch each other's eye, it's like, hi, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Not walking up, not interrupting. And then if for some reason, because I'm not invited to join the scene just because she's my friend. Right. And let's say if she wants me to, and I want to, which is also important, she might go, come on over, jump in on this shit. And I might that go, would be with um, a bottom that he had a pre-existing yeah. relationship with, who I would probably ask first. I'd probably be like, oh, hey, um, Ian Rath is standing over there, and he's like waving at me. Would you like for him to come and join us? Mm -hmm. um, I would. Ask, I always just yeah. directly ask. And I first. wouldn't wave like, "Hey, I'm over here." Yeah. No, it'd be like just politely You're stand. Not that dorky. No, well, I am that dorky, but I wouldn't. Eh. Not that dorky. Just dorky in a different just way. Just dorky in a different way. Yeah. And but I wouldn't expect to, you know, encroach and, and become part of their thing. No. It's weird. That's, that's weird. Don't do don't, that. Don't. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna do a little, Kira and I are gonna do a peer-to-peer. -peer. And then I'm gonna be an asshole, and, okay. which I'm good at, Great. by the way. I've heard that about you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Um, okay, so Kira, would you like to play with some nipple clamps? Yes. What I, kind of nipple clamps would you like to play with? I prefer the tweezers, because the clovers are a little bit too much for me. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. um, I have tweezers with a chain over here, and I have tweezers with bells on them. Which ones would you like? Can I have bells, please? You got it. Thank you. So because we're doing a low protocol DS, just peer-to-peer -peer play, we're looking at each other and having conversations. It's the way that I like to start a lot of my plays, uh, play sessions. It's just kind of peer-to-peer. -peer. You can get weird and get into it uh, with DS if you want to as time goes by. Um, but I like to kind of start like this. It's a little bit more fun um, and easier, especially if you're new at this kind of stuff. So these are nipple clamps. They hang not on the nipple, but uh, on the areola. You guys all know that. So the areola is the area behind the nipple. Um, and do you like these uh, on your nipple, pinching your nipple, or suspended kind of around your nipple? I like uh, suspended around. Okay, you always want to ask. See, these clamps right here pinch, and some women uh, or people, some people like that, and some people want it above that area so they don't pinch. They're kind of just hanging on it, creating pressure around the nipple, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. So Kira's right here, and I put it around the top of her nipple, and I hold it uh, with my fingers. Uh, create pressure and then I slide it up 
just a little bit and I say, is that okay or you want it up higher? Oh, like it up higher. You got it. Mm -hmm. And I slide it up a little bit. How's that? That's perfect. So I want it up a little higher. It doesn't mean all the way up. It means just a little bit. So I look at it and I see that um, it is seated correctly on her nipple. It is uh, holding, pinching the space above her nipple and behind her nipple, which is where I meant for it to go. And there it is. So I just check it to make sure that it's not too loose or too tight, just to double check it. I'm not rushing. I'm taking my time and she's enjoying herself. And I'm enjoying myself. You ready for the next one? Yes, please. Wonderful. I like to play in high consent environments, which means that I ask about a lot of stuff. If you are concerned about playing in a high consent environment, you feel like you don't know how, and you're used to people begging in BDSM environments, you say, would you like this nipple clamp? And she can say yes, and I say, well, then I want to hear you beg for it. Mm -hmm. And if begging is something that we do, we can go that way. If begging is not something you do with your partner, don't encourage them to beg if you haven't talked to them about it first. So I'm going to slide this up a little bit. How's that? Um, that's good. In fact, more? actually, could I have both of them a little bit more? Sure. Mm -hmm. This one a little bit more. That one a little bit more. Does that feel even? Yes. You like it? Yes. You want it more or less good? This is perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're over here having a good time. She's jingling her bells. And she is sexy. Is she <laughs> sexy, dungeon patron? <laughs> He's going to lurk in. And this is what Hi, you're not supposed to do. I'm Ian. Hi. How are you? I don't know so you. How I say, are you? Excuse no. me, could I get you to back up, please? Well, well why? I'm just I'm Because just we're having out. a scene. Pretty girl. We're having I, I a scene. Could hi. I get you to back up? Just back up. Just back up. Just back up. Say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so excuse sorry. me. I'm so say, sorry. Excuse cool. me. I, and then we can I go back realize. to the Yeah, just be cool. There's no reason. Also, don't be a pain in the ass. Don't come towards people that are doing a scene. Yeah. If you're not invited into the scene, it's fucking weird. So a proper distance would be maybe, depends on how big the play space is that you're at, but maybe six, eight, ten feet, depending on. How far should you be away if people are using floggers? Oh, yeah. We're going to show you that a little we're, bit later. We're going to get to that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny to be in a play space and see somebody flogging and somebody walk in and get hit in the face with it or get hit in it that's behind Later on, just, I'm going to hit him in the face. They're just, yeah, they're just a little clueless. You can look forward like, to that. I know you are. Now, it, yeah. Yeah. I What's know you worse are. is if somebody's doing single tails. Oh, yeah. Then you're really going to not like it. They're really not going to like it because mm -hmm. that is going to hurt. You're like not going to like that shit. So be aware of what's going on around you and don't be the creepy human. Yeah. Don't be a lurker. Do um, Kira, would you like to, you're bending forward. Do you want to get flogged first or you want to masturbate first? Um, I would like to masturbate first. That Wonderful. That's our decision. Okay. Well, you can have all of them. Uh, it's not this, like a limited list of shit you can have today. So this is uh, the Thunderstick, yeah. which is our chosen chosen, chosen toy. The Thunderstick 2.0, in yeah. fact. It's all I have the original fabulous. one. That one's fun too. All right, knock yourself out. So is she just going to be able to come at will, or is this a slight protocol thing? Uh, I don't know what you're asking me for. I was going to yeah. ask so her. Sometimes whenever people are masturbating or doing sexual stuff in a public space, it's easy for you to assume that that means that they're open to anybody coming up to them and being a part of the scene. Or even yelling things at them from the other side of the room. Mm -hmm. Like, if I see her masturbating mm -hmm. and I'm over here and I'm not part of the scene, or maybe I just know her in a cursory fashion, I say, Yeah! You're so sexy! Don't do that. We don't need your fucking running commentary unless it's part of the party that you're at mm -hmm. and you're invited yeah. to do so. If I haven't been invited to comment on what she's doing here, being a sexy lady, I should not say anything. Yeah. If, if she wants to jack off, if she wants to masturbate in front of everybody, think of it as a gift. If she wants to do it, she's being an exhibitionist because she enjoys being an exhibitionist. Mm -hmm. Just you enjoy being a voyeur. Yeah, just you're hang out. Don't, don't stare. 
If you want to just enjoy the show, enjoy the show, but don't stare or be creepy in any way, shape, or form. You, you, you don't need to move up closer. You don't need to say like, oh yeah, come for me. Or try to get her eye contact. Don't mm -hmm. be like, don't lean in, like trying to catch her eye contact. Mm -hmm. yeah. Super creepy. You're interrupting her. Don't interrupt her. Yeah, I've, I've been at events and, and people will do this. So Kira's jacking off and they start doing this. They're like, don't lurk. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Don't, it's weird. Don't do it. And not in the good way either. Don't or, do that Or shit. they crawl on the floor and they crawl up this way. And sit in front and of the underneath. And don't like, do no, that shit. No, don't do that. Don't do that shit. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. You want to come? Yes, please. All right, go, go ahead. Thank you. You're welcome. See, please she and welcome. She might have been politely waiting for us. I don't please know. Please and welcome. Always really Were well. you politely waiting? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. What a good girl you are, Kira. Thanks for holding that in. You're welcome. Hi. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh -huh. Let me get that vibrator from you. Cheers. And we can do the um, how to uh, not walk into a flogging. Mm -hmm. Not, yeah. This is, this is fun. We'll give you the lighter one since you're going to hit me with it. Okay, where, where are you going to stand? Um, oh, you're perfect. You're perfect anywhere behind me, actually. Okay, so. Yeah, move the glass. Move the, move the stuff. So, so I've, I've seen this any number of times, and it's, it's kind of funny. Please, please. So I'm flogging. How are you doing, Kara? Okay? Flogging away. All of a sudden, I decide I've got to get to the other side of the room, or I want to get closer, and I all of a sudden come through here, and I'm like, what are you doing? And, and that happens. And that happens. And then I get hit. And or then, this. And then, for, yeah, and then for some reason, I'm all upset about it. You hit me with your flogger. It's like, no, you walked into my scene, asshole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, when you're walking around at a fetish party, watch where the person's back uh, splay is going. So if they're going this way, watch that way. If they're coming around this way, Watch the top of it. And even this is there too close. Go. You really got to go with the like six to eight foot rule. Really. So here you flutter a little bit and I'll uh, explain how to cross. So if this is a small play space and Ian Rath is flogging right there and I'm over here and he's taken up this whole area and I can't get behind him and I have to go to the bathroom which is over there. Um, I stand here politely and I attempt to make eye contact with him while he's doing his flogging and I say, May I pass to use the restroom on the other side? Uh, absolutely. And he stops and moves and I say thank you very much and I come across. I don't make a comment about their scene, I don't try to get involved with them, I just go about my fucking she urination just, business. She just walks away. And the reason walk I walked up and it's habitual, it's a habit with me, and I and I touch Kira's, I still I I stopped flogging. I didn't come up and say anything to her, and I still want to maintain in. contact with her mm -hmm. because she might be in subspace, and she's like, well, where'd you go? What's going on? What's going on? I need some, I need a little support here. <laughs> I'm kind of out on the, out on a limb. Mm -hmm. And so you want to just, hi, I'm still here. I haven't gone anywhere. You're good. You're safe. Because really, if, if you're at a play party and your submissive's naked and in a crowd of people, they want to, do you want to feel safe? Do you want to feel protected Absolutely. and loved? Absolutely. Yeah, somebody's got your back. Mm -hmm. It's about that simple. It's not difficult to figure out. Oh. Gag and touch plate first. Um, gag and touch plate? Gag and touch plate. Gag great. and touch plate? Would you, um, would, you like, would you like a gag? I would love a gag. You're, you're a gag girl. You like to be gagged, yes, don't do. you? I like you're, to you're, draw. You're, or, you're oral. Mm -hmm. uh, so like, I love gags like, like a lot because they give me the excuse to draw myself. You need, <laughs> you need no excuse to draw. So are you going to put a gag on Karen? Are you guys going to do a scene? Or, are you gonna, or am I going to do the touch plate? 
You want to do the touch play? Yeah. Yeah. So um, would you stand up for a moment mm -hmm. off of the furniture? So um, Mr. Ian Rath and Kira Noir are going to do come over on our side so we can all walk up together. They're going to do a scene um, and they want to use this piece of furniture. Oh, are you going to be And I'm at the party. I'm the asshole now, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm so at the party and I'm just chit-chatting away. Uh, using a piece of bondage furniture not for its intended purpose, which you should not do. Don't sit on the spanking horse, it's not a fucking chair. So, excuse me, could, uh, do you mind if we use this, this Oh, station? yeah, yeah, so sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. People always do this. They think it's a seat, and they hang out, and it's completely okay to walk up and ask them Get off. If you can get off, and what a lot of people will do is they're sitting out and they go, oh, well, my submissive, um, I'm going to do a scene on it, and like, well, uh, when? Yeah. <laughs> is this in the next two minutes, in the next 20 minutes? We're going to be, we're not going to be that long. Share the furniture. Share the furniture. It's not, it's probably not yours, and even if it is yours and you brought it. Share it. Share it. Be cool. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so you're going to put it in your mouth on a touch plate. And you're going to do Wonderful. the touch plate. Kira, I'm going to take these off of you while mm -hmm. we're doing the touch plate. Is that okay? Yes. Wonderful. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay. Slide this one down. So I slid it down. I'm holding it on her nipple because I don't just let it fly off of her body. I don't want it to be a sudden shock. And I let go and then I remove it. How was that? Good. So let's, um, obviously it's not all that uncomfortable because it hasn't been on that long, but let's say it had been on a long time. We want to do some pain processing. So now when I take the second one off, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Ready? In through your nose, out through your mouth. And then I go ahead and remove it nice and slowly. Yeah. Now, the thing about doing any kind of clamps and clips, nipple clamps, clothespins, labial clamps, anything, is it restricts blood flow, and then when's it hurt? When's it hurt the most? It hurts when you take it off the most, because all the blood comes rushing back in at once. So yeah. you don't want to ever take it off too quickly, because then it could really fuck with you in a way that you're not expecting, and it's, it's not a good feeling. Bad pain. Bad, Bad pain. pain. I you, think, you Les, uh, you're going to do the touch play, and then we're going to hold hands, and then I touch her. Yeah, we can Does do that. that. Yeah, we Wonderful. can do that. Okay. Gag? Are you good with this gag? I love that gag. Okay, fabulous. Can you hold your hair up for me, please? So this is a bit gag. Um, it looks bone like a bone. Yeah. It looks like a bone. Sorry, it's a bone gag, uh, and it is a bit style. Is that center? So if you don't like something as big of a ball gag, or you don't want that full feeling, you can just use this instead. Um, it's good if you can't open your mouth too much, or if you have problems uh, with your jaw locking up sometimes. So This can alleviate that issue, but ultimately, you should be careful if you do have issues with your jaw whenever using gags. And what you want to do is, is this too tight, Kira? Is this good? Ask them. I've seen people put gags in and cut the corners of the person's mouth with yeah, them. Yeah, don't do that shit. It's, you're not, you're not trying to That's not its intended back. purpose. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's not its intended purpose. No. Oh, I'm dominant. I'm just going to fuck you up with this. I'm going to yeah, put this right. in as tight as I can. I have to get to the last okay. hole. No. So bad. So, is that, is that, do you feel sexy? Mm -hmm. so, Does that feel comfortable? Mm -hmm. They ah. are doing a scene together and I'm another party goer. I'm going to be an asshole again, ready? I'm another party goer and I notice, oh, there's a submissive here and her dominant perhaps has turned around so I'm going to come over and just grab her throat. Don't ever do that. She's wearing a collar and there's a ring. I'm just going to grab her ring and pull it forward. Don't ever do that. It's rude to just insert yourself or play or walk up to somebody, even if she's just kind of hanging out if there's not a scene going on, mm -hmm. and assume that because someone is a submissive, they are your submissive, and that yeah. she wants that kind of attention. She does not. Don't lurk and don't touch. Yeah. You just can't walk up to somebody who is in the guise of a bottom or submissive and like, well, I'm dominant. You're submissive. I have permission. No, no. you don't. No, that is assault. And also that by, is assault. Also by the same token... Don't, I can't, let's say I'm a submissive male and, and Kira's like that and you walk up and I've seen this happen. It's like, hi mistress, will you play with me? And it's like, 
She's busy. She's busy. She's busy, motherfucker. And two, she's in the guise of a submissive. She's enjoying thing. herself. Yeah, yeah. She, may, she may want to do that or not at this time. It's a completely inappropriate question for you to ask her right now. Yeah. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. You do so, that? we're going to play, this is a violet wand. So, this does not have the traditional glass wand on it at the moment. This has a touch plate, a body plate. So, what this is, and this is easy for me to play with right now, because for one, I'm not naked. But if you're naked, well, you got to wear socks, which is a little weird. Yeah, well, also, the this entire thing will conduct, it also conducts inside of boots if you have metal in them. I discovered that the other day. Yeah. Because I like to put it down boots, and if this hits my leg, then it only hits the boot. But if there's any metal in the boot, it'll light up your whole body. So you want to watch... That's how that worked out for you. It was very funny. <laughs> you want to watch that. You so want to watch that. You want it snugly against you so it doesn't arc. Uh, arc if there's space between yeah. it and your skin, it will arc. You, will you don't want to arc. So what this is going to do is the violet wand is going to transmit its electrical charge through this cord onto the touch plate and into me, and then I become electrified. Um, if you are not into electro pain and you are topping, this toy is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> because you can. You will feel it. Oh, hold on. on. Now. Here's something else that just be just be cool. Oh yeah. I didn't plug it in. Not <laughs> it's no okay. big deal. No big deal. Just plug just, it in. Just just chill. Make sure the make sure it's turned off though. <laughs> make sure it's turned off. Make sure it's turned off. Plug it in. Just be chill. And then just be chill. Don't like oh you you interrupted me and I screwed up and it's all <laughs> your fault. Ah. No. Makes a makes a just don't make stuff worse. Okay, we can hear it, so it's working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, electrical charge, I am now... I am now conductive. Oh, you do... Is that too high? Is that for... Can you hold your hair up? Do not touch the back of her head while you have the touch plate on. Don't touch the cranial area in general. That is not an area that you are allowed to give electricity. Don't do it. It happened to me recently, and uh, don't do that shit. Please. And then another very sensitive area. You ready? You can touch the front of her face, that's fine. Just don't cross the medians of her brain with your hand. That is contraindicated when you play with electricity. And you can also do this. So I'm going to take, Aiden and I are going to hold hands. So what you want to do, I'm going to get on your other side. Yeah. What you want to do is press skin first in a hard way. Press skin because it will arc it at will first. Arc. And then grab hands. So once we're grabbing hands, and now she's uh, passing the current through me. We're both you can put your hair down if you want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now I have the current. It's kind of a little high. So we can, it's a little high for you? No, I like it. No, she likes it. Oh. It's a little high for you. So it's so high that I can kind of make some contact with her and it still works. <laughs> well, okay, touch plates for me. I don't like it on my fingertips. Use the back so of I hand. use the back of my hand. Mm -hmm. And then that, that's perfectly fine. So the more contact that I have with her, uh, the, less she feels, and the less contact that I have with her, the more. You ready? One, two, three, break. Oh my God. <laughs> I just like slide away from the other person. In a graceful I, I just don't want the thing to arc because as much as I, I find electrical play entertaining, I don't like to be shocked person. You don't want to receive it. Yeah, I don't want. Understood. I don't want to receive it. So this. This back of the hand, I'm good with. Fingertips. Let's nah, get a little complicated. So if you're double topping with someone and there's electro in play and you guys are passing the current through yourselves, um, don't just decide to boink, touch the other top. <laughs> that shit's rude. Tops have done that to me and I don't want to fucking double with them again because that shit is weird and rude. Yeah. Don't, don't. Oh no, can she's you, gonna masturbate with the other one. Can you hold this? You want this one? 
Yeah. <laughs> so Aiden and I have, have done a, <clears throat> a reasonable amount of double topping together. And so we just, much. We, we just talk. So much. We just talk. Yeah, we just hang out. It's all good. It's like regular life, except there's naked ladies yeah. as well. It's like, hey, do you want this one? You want? Oh, you're right. No, we'll do this. <laughs> we'll yeah, do this. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It should be a fun, casual experience. So this is what is this white knight? White knight. Should be more lightning. That'd be better. Um, so this is called the white knight, and this is um, similar to the Arcana one, which we're, is the black version of it. We're renaming toys here. Hey. Um, when it's green, it's vibrating, and when it's red, it's the um, Easton. When the yellow light is indicated, it is charging. So you want to turn it down or off if you don't want it because the charge is in there and you need to spell the charge. So um, this is not charged and it is vibrating. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you mm -hmm. because you're going to use it on yourself. Mm -hmm. So these two bands, Welcome. both of those bands conduct electricity. They both have to be touching skin in order to receive an, a, a, a charge. It hurts. Would you like to charge, uh, try it on your arm before mm -hmm. you try it on your pussy mm -hmm. or your body in general? Uh, uh -huh. She's on one. Mm -hmm. There's also you can have it. There's a setting where it's there's a setting where it's constant. It mm -hmm. just pulses, and there's this little button that pulse. you can hit, mm -hmm. and it'll do, its, it'll do its thing. Mm -hmm. Here on. Yep. Yeah, always mm -hmm. test it on. Um, yeah, go ahead and test it. <laughs> it's strong, people. It is a strong toy. Yeah, this toy. is a, this is a, a, an it's amazing really toy. It's really fun, but it's really but she's strong. She's got it on one. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, 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 yeah. You want to take the gag? You want to take the gag? No. 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 <laughs> okay. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. So you can always make a gag. Hey, whoa. this is a very low protocol situation. No, you're enjoying the gag. It makes so the low thing about that play is, is really fun. Yeah, it, and you laugh a lot. Yeah. Because enjoy yourself. Because. We want Kira to be happy. We want her to feel sexy and loved and cared about. And if having that gag in her mouth gives her all those experiences... We're going to let her do it. Yeah, we're going to let her do it. So she is using the e-stim on just her legs. You don't have to put it right on someone's pussy. If you don't want it on your pussy, don't put it on your pussy. Just e-stim the area around your pussy or your body, wherever the fuck you want. And then if you don't want the e-stim on your pussy when you're masturbating, you can turn it off and just use a vibrator function of this. It's a fantastic toy. And what I found is with new toys like this that can be fairly intense, or I don't care if it's this mm. or even a new pair of nipple clamps, let them play with it first alone. Yes. So they That's know what's coming. That's why I handed it to her because this is a brand new toy for her. Yeah. And she might decide after playing for, for a couple And turn that off and masturbate with it. Make sure you dispel the charge on yourself yeah. somewhere. So there's no charge left in it, okay? Because it holds the charge. She might decide in playing it with herself, she might find uh, the spot she likes. Yeah. She might decide actually that she doesn't like the toy. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then she can put it down. And go, ah, you know, it's really great, but I, I not no, it. it's not for me. But let them make, it's not like, you will use this toy on yourself or I will be upset with you. Now you're all going to watch Kira drool and masturbate while Mr. Ian Rath and I talk about if we missed anything that we wanted to point out for Dungeon Protocol faux pas. I don't know, we did... Uh, consent checker! Consent checker. checker. So you're 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 encouraging Kira to masturbate, and I'm going to be a consent checker. Yeah. Ready? Come on, come on, jack off for us, jack off for everyone out there. Do it. Um, be a good girl. You want to be a good me, girl? Huh? Excuse me, I'm consent checker in the dungeon. Huh? I just wanted to let you know um, that masturbation is not allowed in here. We just have a rule against oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. She'll stop. No problem. No and they problem. stop. And we stopped. But uh, in Fantasy Dungeon, she could masturbate. She can masturbate. But if, yeah. if they were doing something that wasn't allowed, and the consent checker or Dungeon DM, uh, DM Dungeon Manager, uh, came over and said, Hey, I need you to stop, just say, I'm so sorry. And they just immediately stopped. Just do it. Well, I was playing in a dungeon. Don't two you know months who ago I am? And... and I can do whatever I want. No, you can't. No, just you be can. chill. Yeah. It was fun making her stop. <laughs> she waited until right before she came. Right before she came. To demo that. I like that idea. Yeah, I think we went through a whole. You like that idea? Yeah. yeah. Do we forget anything else? What did we forget? To make her stop right before she comes? 
No, real no? things. Oh, real for things. For job purposes. <laughs> oh, not fun stuff. No. Why would you want to stop her right before? Oh, I know why. Cause it's you know why. Because it's fun. You know why. <laughs> no, you have to wait. We're not done talking. We're not done, we're not done chatting back um, So. And you should... We did we did flogging. How not to get hit with a flogger Longer. if you have to cross. Don't misuse the furniture. Uh, don't lurk. Don't interrupt a scene. Don't miss a line. Don't objectify. Ask first. I feel like we got everything. Yeah, I think we got everything. If you guys have any questions, write to us and let us know what they are. We'll address them in the next class. Totally, you can come now. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Don't really knock yourself out. Hey, I don't like to make jokes. It's funny. I'm no, really hilarious. Knock your, no, really knock yourself out. I'm hilarious. Okay. I'm very funny. Yeah, she's very funny. I, I mean, my boyfriend thinks I'm funny. I think you're funny. Thank you. And I'm not your boyfriend. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We're just gonna chat away. Very good girl. Thank you for that wonderful demo. That was beautiful. Do you want to take that gag yeah. out of her mouth so she can say some parting words of wisdom? You want to raise your hair, please? Thank you very much for your participation. All right. Get this off. So, Kira, do you have anything else that you would like our uh, lovely viewers to know about playing in Dungeons of Protocol? Any words mm -hmm. of wisdom as a dungeon player yourself? Um, yeah, a lot of this stuff can be really intimidating. Stuff like not knowing this is furniture, for instance, it may make you a little bit scared to go. But in most of these things, they most people will understand if you are just new and making the mistakes that most people will make their first time. Don't sweat it. Just if someone tells you to stop doing something, just stop and remember it for next time. It doesn't have to be the end of the world. They're not going to be like pissed at you as long as you're not being an asshole. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. And, and here's one more thing that we didn't mention. Mm -hmm. You use the furniture, wipe it down. Yes. You clean Generally, use the furniture, you clean the furniture. There's going to be a station next to you with cleaning uh, supplies. Do it yourself. Yeah, yeah it should be as clean as you would want it to be whenever you come up to it, whenever yeah. you leave it. Generally, there's a little station somewhere in the facility that's got alcohol or antibiotic, uh, or something, and just wipe it down. Leave it the way you found it. Or leave it, or how about this? Leave it better than you found it. Mm -hmm. Clean up all your stuff, and um, then you can walk away. Yeah. I think we're good. I think we're good. Got it? Yeah. Hey, Kira, thanks. You Thank were you. fabulous. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us. We will see you next month on X XR University. Bye. Hi, everybody. This is Ian Rapp. Thanks for downloading the podcast and supporting our show. You're listening to Extreme Restraint University. 